welcome to Powered by Magic, where we discuss topics surrounding magic and common or not so common questions. Let's take this journey together. Hi, I'm Tatiana. And I'm Sylvia. And we are coming to you from Eugene, Oregon. We invite you to conjure up a broom and ride with us. Yes, please. Yes. <laughs> Don't turn us off right now. Listen, <laughs> stay with us. <laughs> Hang in there. We hope to have some good stuff for you today. Yeah. I guess we always hope that, but anyway. How are you doing? Pretty good. Let's see. My last week has been pretty chill, honestly. Been playing a lot of World of Warcraft with a friend of mine and went to a Halloween party, which you'll be talking about. <laughs> it was a lot of fun, I'm just going to say. Got dressed up as a witch because what else? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, what else? And she looked great. Oh, thank you. Lots of fun. It was a lot of fun. And then I gave plasma today. So that was that was a quote unquote fun thing to do. <laughs> Not something I would do. I just, I get queasy and would faint. Ah, yeah, they wouldn't like that. No, they usually <laughs> don't. I was actually told not to give blood because I faint. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. How are you today? I'm doing great. We have a cloudy day, sort mm -hmm. of a fall, wintry kind of feeling going on. Makes me happy. Yep, getting ready for our Halloween, of course. Samhain. Yes. I, as always, I'm house-sitting, so we don't even know, need to go there. <laughs> as you mentioned, we went to a Halloween party last night, mm -hmm. and you were a witch that looked fabulous. Thank you. And I was a fairy and queen. And you looked fantastic. Thank you. Thank you. Maybe we'll post some of those pictures. Oh, Maybe yeah, that think would about be fun, that. yeah. Yeah. And that was a lot of fun. It was at a friend's house that they love Halloween. They go all, all out. out. Yeah. I mean, all of the monsters talking and... They used pool noodles and melted them in such ways that it made branches and they had painted them black. Mm -hmm. And it was like all over their ceiling and stuff. It was fantastic. It was, yeah. And they had all the creepy baby dolls with no eyes. Oh, Ugh, it was creepy. It was creepy. <laughs> they heard sharp, so, pointy teeth. And... Yeah. They're so good at it. Mm -hmm. And they do this, usually the parties every other year. They did do one last year, too. It was mm -hmm. crazy good. And every room gets decorated. Every mm -hmm. room. It's insane. Anyway, so that was a lot of fun. And the other thing that's really big in my world is that I am partaking in a class with the Sisters Enchanted. I have mentioned them before. Mm -hmm. And I signed up for their Holistic Witchery class, which is... Really, I'm hoping to do a lot of self-work with this group, mm -hmm. a lot of learning about myself, learning how to think differently and be more positive. And so it's kind of like a coaching class in some ways, but it also does connect with witchcraft and whatnot mm -hmm. in other ways. But the Enchanted Journey class is something that we're getting for free with this holistic witchery for one year. Mm -hmm. And then after that, I think there's some sort of monthly payment yeah. or something I don't know they don't want to tell you yet so they're trying to reel you in yeah which is you know they're doing a good job because I'm looking at that enchanted journey bit and it's nice it's a nice social group lots and lots of support mm -hmm. just everyone is so nice mm. and it's sort of like that area is the equivalent of Facebook, but it also it, it's also just talking about the enchanted journey mm -hmm. uh, process because it has its own class to it yeah Anyway, 
I'm doing that. I've already gotten frustrated and upset with myself, which means it's working because, you know, you're pushing your buttons, you're growing and Mm -hmm. having growing pains. And that's what I'm having. Almost was in tears the other day. It was something simple for Mm. some people, but for me, it was like algebra and I still haven't got it. And I'm trying not to stress about it. (laughs) It's the intention versus goal idea and concept, which sounds so easy, but it's actually not. Hmm. All right, so that's me. (laughs) Shall we move on to what we're going to get into today, our conversation? Sounds good. Take it away. Our episode today is about how to work magic into everyday life. Yeah. And the first part we're going to go through is house cleansing, saging, saning, which is a a word that the Gaelic polytheists use. Another word is sensing, which is specifically using incense. Mm-hmm. You often see that in the Catholic Church, just yes. to give a visual. Yeah. All of that is usually done with either sage, lavender, or incense to rid the place of negative energies. Right. I thought I would go into some of the how to do it. I'm going to say how I do it. There are many different ways, mm-hmm. and this is just one of those ways. What I do is it's a really good thing to do when you're moving into a place or when you're leaving a place. You can do it in between as well. Oh, yeah. Whenever you feel there's a negative energy situation, Mm -hmm. you can do this. You can do this once a month, once a week. It doesn't matter. Yeah. But to the degree that I'm explaining right now, you might do it just when you're moving in and moving out because it's really big. Mm Mm-hmm. It's a big to-do. It is a big to-do. First, you want to have some sage or... Or Palo Santo. Right, right. Or dried cleansing herb that you would light up. Usually, you would light it in an abalone shell or a sensor or a fire-safe dish and have a feather available to waft the smoke as you move around the area. And always practice fire safety. Big thing. Yeah. Yeah. So be prepared. Just in case. If it ash were to fall, you've really got, got to pay attention because mm-hmm. it does happen. And you just don't want to take any chances. So be careful. You will usually begin at the front door or in the north, whatever feels right to you. You draw a symbol that feels most, that you feel most affiliated with, like a pentagram or a fairy star, etc. Know the meaning of the points as used as part of the invocation as a positive Mm -hmm. or description of what to release. If you don't use a star, that's fine. Just know what your intention is with the symbol that you're drawing. Mm -hmm. And then draw a circle around the star or symbol as a sign of protection. I add in the Celtic cross and its connections. Mm -hmm. Here I'll add in the elements and what role I want those elements to play in this. And then a spiral from the top to the bottom to include all the realms and the everlasting cycle. So I have a question. Mm -hmm. Where are you going to draw these things? As I mentioned, kind of, is I would draw those at the front door. So in the air? Oh, yes, in the air, yes. Okay. Um, You could actually draw it on the door if you wanted to. Okay, yeah. I wouldn't recommend doing it, you know, in anything permanent. I usually visualize it energetically is Mm -hmm. what I do. So... That's a great question. <laughs> yeah, thank you. Yeah, that's a great question. I just make that assumption. But yeah, I do it energetically and visually in my mind. Okay, cool. But, you know, some people might want to actually draw it out. Then just be aware that you don't want to do it in something permanent. Mm-hmm. I mean, unless you can and really want to, I guess. I mean, if you're washing the door, you could probably use the wash rag and yeah. wash it into the door that way. Yeah, could do that. 
Definitely. Yeah. So that's another way to do that. Okay. Well, thanks for asking that. Yeah. Yeah. And use this at every door and window as a way of protection. Visualize negative energy being transported out and then being a way of a portal for that purpose. Move in counterclockwise direction around the area or house or room or anything that's being cleansed. Now you can use the same process for invoking good energy. Mm -hmm. You just go in different direction. In releasing, you're going to go counterclockwise around the house or wherever you're doing it. Yeah. So if you're cleansing, you go counterclockwise. If you're invoking, invoking you go, go clockwise. clockwise. Okay. Yes. Cool. And that would be with every aspect of what you're doing in this. Mm -hmm. You're going to open all the closets, drawers, or anything else that can be opened up. And you're going to sage all of the areas, speaking aloud what you want to remove or what you want to invite in, depending on what you're doing. This is why I said earlier, this is something you usually do when you move in or when you move out, because you're opening everything up. Mm -hmm. Everything mm -hmm. you can get to, canisters, lids off of things, everything. Yeah. And doing that once a week. It gets a little Might hard. be difficult. Right. Yeah. If you're just doing it as a maintenance thing once a week, you can go around and not have to open everything up. Just, yeah. you know, maybe open a window to get the stuff to go out, go into each room. Yeah. I usually go into each room and circle around that room. Each room gets a circle around it when I go in. Yeah, and then you like the the place that it's going out is just a like you said a one-way portal. Yeah. Just visualize that. When you're ready to bring stuff in, you can do the same and just visualize it coming in without negative energy coming in. Yeah. Okay, and then you're going to come back around to the beginning, and once you've gotten back to where you started, you say, and I always love to say it this way, smib, but it means so mote it be. Placing the sage and lavender or incense outside the front door to burn out on its own. Some say that if it goes out on its own at any point during the time you're doing this ritual, that the act is done, that you don't need to cleanse anymore. Mm. Or that specific area is done and doesn't need it anymore. Okay, interesting. Yeah, just didn't need the cleansing. Another way to do the same thing in a, is with a similar intent is to actually literally clean everything as you go and anything that needs feels like it needs to be cleansed, all the while keeping your intention clear and saying what they are as you go. So... Did that make sense? So keeping your intentions while you're doing it. Exactly. And usually, and what I mean by cleaning, just to be really clear, is like literally if you're taking, if you use something like Lysol to wipe things down with, you know, mm -hmm. soap and water, you could do things that way, dusting and use that as your cleansing method. Yeah. As long as you've got your intention constantly in mind. Mm-hmm. And I've also read where people will make sure to open all the windows and doors, as we've mentioned, to leave an easy space for the negative energies to escape. So we've already mentioned that. Mm -hmm. Let's see if I've, I've got my notes here in front of me and see if I missed anything. Afterwards, some people like to leave salt in each opening, each window and doorway in order to keep particularly bad energies away or out. Mm -hmm. yep. Yeah. Some people leave coins Interesting. I'd never heard that. Yeah, I think that's to invite good energy in. Oh, I believe that's that what that's sense. for. I forget. There's a certain time of year that people actually do that for. I cannot remember when it is. It's not something I'm super familiar with. Mm -hmm. But that's just one example 
of how to do that and that you can use that methodology for invoking or releasing Mm -hmm. and most commonly we think of it as releasing yeah it's it's usually the saging and saging and that sort of thing but right cool okay how about we move on to how we handle this in cooking all right tea is a great example Mm-hmm. stirring deosil which is clockwise deshil mm-hmm. that's for attracting or increasing something so if you have an intention where you want to increase let's say your happiness for the day you would stir deshil if you want to banish or decrease something you would do counterclockwise or widdershins and then, of course, you use certain herbs or ingredients specific to your intention. Yeah, which is why tea is so great, because you're using the herbs and you're putting them in water and you're drinking it and taking it in. Right, exactly. Lavender is for calming and chamomile is for calming and lemon balm is more invigorating. And happy making. And happy making, yeah. Yeah. You can use that in your actual regular day-to-day cooking as well. You know, when you make a rub for your, your meat, you can put in certain herbs and ingredients mm-hmm. and that sort of thing. Right. It's not just tea, but it's everything you do can be geared towards your intention. Yeah. I think we mentioned that again down below. So you might get a repeat on that one, but okay. that's exactly right. The next one is in your office or at work. Right. So you can place pictures if you have like a little cubicle if you have that is -hmm. is great you can place pictures to suit the directions around your area if possible for example you could have pictures of your family if they are dispersed throughout different parts of the country or world you can have it represent each part oh um, put them in the directions appropriately if you Mm -hmm. if you have that ability you could have a well you could have pictures of the actual elements and places maybe you want to go or places that you've been mm-hmm. uh, you can bring a stone or amulet with you and pretty much any aspect you want like um, you could put it in a small jar I'm getting distracted by my cat already you can have the stones represent elements here she comes or a protection sachet to hold on to your person crystals are always good to have and you can just have those in your pocket or on your personage, and that's what makes it nice if you don't have a cubicle or something at work. Yeah, I have, have I have a couple always. of necklaces that I, I wear all the time for. Right, and rings, and... Oh, yeah. Yeah, anything like that. Worry stones are nice to have, too. Oh, yeah, yeah. that feeling helps get your mind off of what's going on. Yeah, and yeah. it helps to ground you, yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, and so then we go into the daily ins and outs what you do during the day to incorporate magic all day yeah which some of that is part of what we just discussed yes first off and we were just talking about jewelry and your wardrobe is also included in that Mm-hmm. with uh, the type of color you wear red might be for passion blue might be for intuition and love mm-hmm. a deeper love a passionate love would be the red yeah um gems same things know your what they mean Go yeah ahead. like uh citrine which is my birthstone is for wealth yeah yeah i think uh malachite is is that protection Do I have uh, that right or is we... that hematite i think it's hematite i think it's hematite yeah, yeah. 
the style of clothing you wear can make a difference too. Mm-hmm. You know, so nowadays, not when I was around so much, but there are so much things out there that are feel witchy. Mm-hmm. And that's just, mm-hmm. you know, a simple thing like that you can have. It's not, it's not so simple nowadays. It's kind of expensive actually. Mm. But the style of clothing can make a difference and even the patterns in the clothing can make a difference. Yeah. yeah. Another thing you might do, just as, as an example, is a cast a glamour into the makeup that you're wearing while you're putting your makeup on put that intention that hey I'm either putting on my face to interact with the world or put it on for self-empowerment or whatever it is that you want your intention to be for the day yeah what mask do you want to wear yeah exactly (laughs) and I really love that idea that you you are the one who came up with that one in this conversation and I really love that idea of how to think about that yeah thank you so chants and mantras One chant that I have that I like to do is hocus pocus focus. It just helps me bring my brain into what it is I'm doing instead of being all kind of galaxy brained, which is just (laughs) your brain is bouncing around to a bunch of different ideas all the time. I am ADHD. And so that's a common thing for me. So hocus pocus focus helps. Yeah. Another one is, of course, affirmations. Yeah, you have daily ones that you can write on your mirror if you want, or write one and then put it in your pocket, keeping it with you throughout the day. I also have an example when I do my morning coffee now, or any kind of morning drink. You can do it with anything, but I do it with my coffee. I say, North, East, South, West, may this day be truly blessed. That's sweet. I like that. Thanks. It's just my little way of kind of bringing positive energy into the day. But Mm -hmm. the affirmations can be anything that is appropriate to you. And you can actually set affirmations, write them down, and then put them in little places around the house and forget about them and then suddenly come across one. Mm -hmm. And that's a lot of fun. Yeah, affirmations, it's almost like little love letters to yourself. Yeah, yeah. Next we have journaling. That can sometimes be done with like an oracle or a tarot pull. And so you would pull the card, look at the card, see what it means to you from the picture and or then look at the booklet or the internet and look at the meaning that way. And then you write about it in your journal. Use that to kind of ask yourself questions and get clearer about what it is going on or so on and so forth. Mm Mm-hmm. Right. And sometimes people have a harder time with journaling in the traditional ways. Oh, God, yes. So I have recommended to people to consider doing art. And if you're not artistic, that's fine. I've told people just take the colors and without thinking, just put the colors down. Mm -hmm. It doesn't matter about a shape or anything. They can just be blotches, you know, Mm -hmm. fingerprint painting, for example. Yeah. And... It'll be amazing, especially if you like close your eyes and do it. That'd be a lot of fun. And then when you look at it in the big perspective, when you finish doing it and you look at the big perspective, you'll be surprised what you will see. And that's a form of journaling. And you can do that also with collage work, which is a lot more intention set intentionally. The artwork can be intentional too if you're an artist and you want to draw something, I mean, obviously. Yeah. Um, we have my cat wandering around. It's really distracting. <laughs> <laughs> and then, you know, we have meditation. And grounding. Mm-hmm. One thing that you can do is, like, meditate on a deity, either a specific god or goddess, or on the aspect or aspects that you want to manifest that day. Mm-hmm. 
-hmm. You can use tools like scrying into a mirror or candle flame or crystal ball even. Breath work by focusing on the in and out of your breathing. For example, counting each full breath, inhale plus exhale as one, or count one on the inhale, two on the exhale, and focus on different feelings in your body, starting from the head down, breathing calmly all the while. Mm-hmm. Just focusing on that one and two while you're doing the breathing, it's really surprising how easy that works. Yeah, another one that's used is counting while you're breathing. So like, I think it's called the square breath, where you count to four on each phase of your breathing. So you breathe in to a count to four. It's just faster than what I explained. Yeah. And you yeah. stop, you mm -hmm. count to four, breathe out yep. four, hold it for four, Yep. and then yeah. Yeah. Same, same idea. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Just depends on how long you want to hold your breath for and do it or not hold your breath. And just yeah. ex you know, the amount of time you In allow whole, yourself yeah. to exhale. Yeah. Yeah. I was trying to remember what episode we had grounding on. Oh gosh, I don't remember. <laughs> I know it was in season one. That's about yes. all I can remember. Season one. Next is... Maybe you guys can tell us. Yeah, right? <laughs> <laughs> We're terrible, I think. Research. Mm-hmm. This is something that you might do daily. It's a way to deepen your belief and your spirituality. You might daily look into a spell or into religion, into whatever it is you're interested in, in your spirituality. My cat's trying to drink my drink. <laughs> <laughs> and that is my drink, gosh darn it all. <laughs> <laughs> you paid for it. Yes, yes I did. And it wasn't cheap, so stop it. Stop it. Mine. Well, she's going to get into something one way or the other. Mm -hmm. Okay, back to research. Looking into individual aspects of magic, such as an herb, specifically what does that mean, or a stone, recipes, and color of the day. You could pick a color of the day. Pick one for each day you want to research. You know, not necessarily all of them at once. Yeah. Just take something that you're interested in. Mm -hmm. It could be herbs and start on that section and just yeah. take maybe one a day or one a week and write it out. Maybe what I had done with my group is we would have one person who was in charge and they could choose the herb. And then all of us go, would go out over the month, the course of the month, research the herb, research anything we could about it, and also mm -hmm. what you can do with it. Mm -hmm. And hair dye, tincture. Yeah. And then we'd come back all together. We'd bring all the information back together. And then the person who had picked the herb would pick what we'd actually do with it. And we would do it. We oh, would fun. do the tincture or a pie. We did a pie once with Ooh. metals. That was so good. Really? Oh, it was so good. And so wow. healthy. Yeah. That's one way to work with it, to integrate it. Yeah. Another thing I thought of is another thing you can research is times. So like days of the week, each has its own thing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Or the moons. Great. The moons, right? Solar. Yeah. All sorts of stuff. Just whatever you're interested in. Take that and take it just one piece at a time. Don't mm -hmm. overwhelm yourself. Yeah. Spreading yourself thing. over everything can get very overwhelming. Yes, it can. And some people are really great at doing that. Mm -hmm. I'm not one of those. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not one of those. Then we have hygiene. Mm -hmm. One thing you can do is having like a positivity spell on your toothbrush, you know, trying to increase the amount you smile by while you're brushing your teeth, thinking about happy things or just setting that intention that I will smile more. Mm -hmm. Drawing sigils on your body with perfume or cologne. Yeah, that's great. 
And then there are things like hairstyles, how you want to put it up. If you want to be more introverted, you can consider like putting it up and bringing it closer to yourself and to mm-hmm. like a bun if you have longer hair. Dyeing your hair can make a big difference. It's of course a more longer lasting intention. Mm-hmm. But I do my hair when I can. My cat, <laughs> Ember. When I can, I will dye my hair color twice a year to the color of the season. So mm-hmm. dark phase of the year, light phase of the year. And yeah. that's what I do with intention. There's also how you shave your face or how if you if you shave your head, you can shave symbols into it and yep. whatnot. And I see a lot of fun stuff out there and you just think about what are these people invoking into their lives, mm-hmm. whether they realize it or not. Yeah. Which I think is really cool. And if you take a look around now with having heard this and notice that and think about what is it that these people are really bringing into their life and, you know, what is important to them. Mm-hmm. And you can look at that person in a different way. Yeah. You know, it's true with everything. And and people don't do it, obviously. Most of the time people aren't thinking about it in that way. But I think subconsciously it's there. Yeah. Yeah. Next we have travel. So like in your vehicle. Right. And that's one of my, <laughs> that's one of my specialties apparently. Ah. As Well, you're aware of this. I um, visualize a protection bubble around my car. Mm-hmm. I've had uh, plenty of accidents in the past and I am very nervous driver. So, so, I guess sort of a nervous driver, but much, much more nervous rider. Mm-hmm. And I envision this bubble around my car, this white bubble, knowing that people will see me. So they're not like turning and suddenly not seeing me and running mm-hmm. into me. I often, some of the ones I'm really good at are traffic patterns. Like, I know that I'm coming up to an intersection and I'm going to have to turn left, which is one of my nervous things. I get Mm -hmm. really nervous that my car won't accelerate quickly enough. Mm. So I try to envision that when I'm coming up to one and I know I am, I'll envision that there's not going to be any cars. And, you know, I can tell when it's realistic or not. So I Mm -hmm. might go, okay, there's not going to be any cars. Well, okay, there's going to be one car. And... You know, maybe one, and I get a visual of this. I actually Mm -hmm. get visuals of this. Then I get there and sure enough, that's what's happened. Mm -hmm. Sometimes it might be that the car's coming from the opposite direction than I visualized it, but it still was like just one car Mm -hmm. or that car was turning and I knew it was going to turn even though I wasn't at the intersection yet. That kind of thing. That's cool. That is, it's helpful. It's very helpful. And then parking lots. You always witness this with me. (laughs) Yes. I can sit there and visualize that there's going to be a parking space available and exactly where that parking space is going to be. Mm-hmm. And I would say probably 90% of the time it works. And It does. It's... <laughs> I'm a little jealous. <laughs> I don't know why I'm gifted in that, but I have to tell you today I came into my parking space and every day I come into my parking lot, especially from house sitting, and it's always busy in my parking lot at home. And... I totally forgot to visualize coming in. Hmm. Completely forgot. Turned the corner. Not a single space available. Ooh. Not one. I had to go around the corner and park around the corner. That's what I get for not visualizing. Oh, jeez. I, I started my visualizing right as I was coming around the corner, and I was like, oh, darn it. Too late. Too late. Too late. So, yeah. 
Some other things you can do is like sachets filled with protection herbs, like sigils. Maybe you could make a sigil in like a shrinky dink and hang it from your mirror. Mm-hmm. Something like that. Yeah. Yeah. Next, we have adding in nature. If you don't have some place that you can go, having house plants and spending time with them is something you can do. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's probably not as good as going out into nature and walking or hiking and such, but it's still nature right there. It's it's handy. It's yeah. realistic. I mean, sometimes you just don't want to go out in the rain and the cold. Right. <laughs> I mean, so having house plants, if you don't kill them like I do, is a <laughs> wonderful way to commune. Yeah, um, I don't do well with houseplants either. No. Gardening, of course, is another way. Just mm-hmm. when you commune out there, the plants do talk, mm-hmm. and you can hear their conversations between them. You can sort of join in or just listen. Mm-hmm. I used to do gardening as a business. Oh. Uh, I got a lot of conversations, learned which plants didn't like being next to other plants. Oh. You could hear the, the conversations. You could get, like, feelings. You mm-hmm. could get the feelings off of it, and then, like an angry feeling next to something else. And you'd be like, suddenly, why am I feeling angry? And it's like, oh, it's not me. It's the plant. Mm-hmm. It was really interesting. Anyway. Interesting. And another thing, while you're gardening, you're in the dirt and you're grounding, mm-hmm. which is a really great thing. Right. Obviously, like we said before, going to a natural place mm-hmm. and hiking or, I mean, even just like going out and fishing or just being out in nature is really good. Right. Going to specific places that represent a particular element that you want to focus on. For example, for air, you might do a place that would be cliffs, hills, or windswept meadows. Mm-hmm. For fire, you've got, if you're around it, desert, a campfire, or anywhere that you can be in the sun. Waterfalls, obviously, for water, rivers, lakes, beaches, streams, or just get in the rain. Mm-hmm. For earth, you have your woods, your caves, your garden, as we mentioned. Mm-hmm. For spirit, you would have places like portals. And to me, like a portal could be as you're walking through the woods, you have two big trees across from each other and the path goes between them. Yeah, there's like arching branches or something. It doesn't even have to be arching. Oh, okay. No, it can just be that there are two trees that stand out to you that may be of the same size or something, but they stand out to you. You'll feel it. Mm-hmm. And you, you're walking through a portal. The other one is when trees are tipped over and all of the roots are showing. Mm. That is something where you want to pay attention. Turn and look at it. That's a portal. You just pay attention. You can Mm -hmm. feel that energy. Mm -hmm. With spirit also, it's the liminal places. Sunset, sunrise. Yeah. All the in-between places. So When the veil's the thinnest and such. Curiosity question. Is a beach a liminal place? Hmm. Because it's between the land and the sea. Yeah, I mean, I, I think you could see that. Yeah. I think that that's yeah, reasonable. I just, it was just a question that came popped into my head. Yeah, I think it's a matter of how you want to look at it. I think that would be true of many things. I think that would be a fair thing to say. Yeah. yeah. Two different worlds coming together. Two yeah. different elements coming together. Yeah. Okay, cool. It just, like I said, just popped in my head. Right, right. And then there are the... Times of years, times of year are also good to incorporate. Air is spring, fire is summer, west is fall, north is winter. Spirit would be equinoxes and solstices. Mm-hmm. Just to give some examples. Yeah. Of when Excellent. adding nature in is some different ways to do it. Nice. 
Next, we have our miscellaneous section. Right. Body art is what we had in our miscellaneous section. I put down piercings, how they are placed on the body for significance, tattoos, the designs that you do, the symbols that you use, such as sigils, you could do that, animals that you have put on you, Mm -hmm. anything. It has significance in body art. You are imbibing that energy. So you really want to think about what you're putting there because it's for your life. Yeah. It goes into death. Mm -hmm. You know, you're you're sort of stuck with this. So think about really what you're invoking and what you think you're going to want to invoke the rest of your life. Mm -hmm. The core essence is important. I mean, a lot of people like to just have fun with it. Yeah. But I I really feel like you're making a statement when you put it on you. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Something permanent like that. So what about you? If you want something a little less permanent, henna is a great way to go. It is. There are so many beautiful designs, and I haven't gotten into henna a whole lot, Mm -hmm. so I don't know what each design means, but I know there are meanings behind the designs from traditional henna. Yeah. And you don't have to do the traditional designs, but they are so pretty. Oh, they are beautiful. Yeah, they are. If you ever go to some of the fairs, they do henna at the fairs Mm -hmm. often, and it's really beautiful. It really is. All right. All right. How do you walk with the deities without feeling religious? Yeah, this was one question we picked up from Reddit. My idea about working with the deities without it feeling religious was to talk with them conversationally. These are beings that you're trying to create a relationship with. Mm -hmm. And if you want to create a relationship, what do you do? You talk about each other. You learn about each other. So not just talk with them but learn about them and that sort of thing mm-hmm. take the deity's attributes and apply them into the things that you do as we said earlier cooking mm-hmm. use an herb associated with that deity something that has a color that is part of the association so let's say you need the color black in there for one of the deities maybe hecate might mm-hmm. have that you use a black bean for mm. a soup or something yeah so you kind of can consider putting colors in Mm -hmm. Uh, you can do this with cleaning using a feather is for me Freya is my matron yeah goddess she has the feather cloak so using a feather I could envision cleaning and that would be using the smudge stick and Mm -hmm. cleansing that way that's one way to do it but you can find out what is associated with the deity what tools they use and you can incorporate that in is what I'm trying to say yeah You can decorate your house with symbols and colors of the deity. Yes. The other one is that you can dream with the deity. You can make a sachet that has representative items, just like with everything else I just said, that, you know, is close to the deity, herbs, stones, whatever it is, Mm -hmm. and put them into a sachet and put it under your pillow and dream with your deity. Mmm, that sounds wonderful. Yeah, so these are just some ideas that we sort of came up with maybe hopefully is helpful for some people yeah instead of tarot today we went with I Ching yeah I did I Ching today and we have Kue which is opposition when things naturally diverge it is hard to get enough together to make big changes you know enough energy to move at that time or at this time make little changes Focus not on what has passed, nor what may come, but only on the things you have power over in the here and now. Opposition, as 
a hexagram is not a bad thing. It's part of what helps us keep our individuality when we talk to others. There is some opposition there. So when you talk to somebody else, there is, there's differences. And that's part of what helps you be you. Mm -hmm. However, things will not be peachy. You may feel isolated and left alone, but your people are out there. Whether that's a current friend or friends, or one or ones that you haven't met yet, is hard to tell. Regardless, everything will come out well in the end. Now, the hexagram that this changes into is Tachu, the taming power of the great. For this one, it says, use opposition, just to kind of clarify what I Ching is, your current place is the the opposition. This is where you're at right now. It's going to change because that's what life does is it changes. It never stays the same. The taming power of the great. So use opposition as a time of inner reflection. So that's the current period. Use it as a time of inner reflection because once the time of opposition finishes, it will be a time for big projects and great things. Right now, you should reach deep for who you are, and you will find a lot of strength there. It would be wise to turn that strength to serving others, though. That is the only caveat to this outcome. Don't work for yourself on your big endeavor. Serve others, and you will find success. Hmm. I, I like that. I like that. Thank you. Thanks for doing that and also explaining some of that in there because I'm not so good with the I Ching. Yeah. Some of that explanation is helpful for me. Oh, no problem. Well, please rate us on iTunes, Spotify, or wherever else you found us. And I'm going to just make a little precursor, little notation here. I do the editing. Mm-hmm. And sometimes, and we've spoken about leaving some mistakes in. Yes. And sometimes I can't actually even edit out the mistake if I wanted to. Mm -hmm. So you may end up hearing that sometimes and maybe that's something fun for you, but we do have enough of our mistakes that you might end up hearing that because I can't edit it out. Yeah. <laughs> and it I'm, might be fun. I'm bad at that. <laughs> no. I do my best. Oh no, I'm terrible at it. She's, she's good. I'm just, by comparison, I am far worse at it. Oh. Have to repeat and repeat and stop and repeat. Oh. But that's okay. Some of it we can get rid of and sometimes we can't. Yep. Anyway, so far we've done okay. Oh, good. All right. I'm Tatiana saying goodbye for now. And I'm Sylvia saying so long and thank you for writing with us. This has been Powered, Powered by, by Magic. Magic. Thank you so much, everybody.